0: We say, look, we have money, we've closed on multiple deals before, we can offer you cash, we can offer you different terms, but what are you looking for? Ultimately, you want to ask them, how can we help you? This is the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan, where we interview local real estate investors and professionals to go over tips, tricks, and investing strategies to help you learn about the business and to enable you to achieve your financial goals. And now, welcome to the show. Hey everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. Today, we have Max Kibler again. Max recently found a lead in Sunnyvale but had questions on what to do next. In this episode, we have a brainstorming session of how to approach the seller and the different creative financing strategies we could use to close this deal. If you enjoyed this episode, subscribe to the show and leave a review. We release episodes every Wednesday and Sunday and release the show notes with the full transcription on our site, everythingrei.com. Enjoy. How's it going, everybody? We're back here with Max, a new real estate investor, and he has some new leads but doesn't know what to do with it. So we're going to go over all the questions that he has and explain all the little details that you know one might not know as a new real estate investor. So Max, go ahead. Let's talk.
1: All right. So uh, I downloaded Property Radar, and I just started trying to prospect around in um, Sunnyvale and San Jose, Basically, I I cold called like some people for pre-foreclosure and the people, like pretty much everyone I was calling, they weren't answering the phone. So I figured it was because their houses are just on like so many lists. I feel like the pre-foreclosure list is, uh, I mean, you can go on like Zillow, right? And just see that it's under pre-foreclosure or something. I mean, I don't know. People were like, someone I was talking to said once it's on one of those lists, it's like everyone's already calling them. A few people I called kind of responded, but one of them it was like the house was already on market by the time I talked to them and then other people just didn't answer or like they hung up immediately. So I felt like they probably were getting a lot of calls. So then I I did like the vacancy list and also people were telling me like, if it's an absentee owner, there's probably, they don't have much motivation to sell but I still just tried. And, um, this is like the second day that I tried doing it. And the other person I talked to was kind of like pissed. Like they're just like, don't call me back or whatever. <laughs> they're like, there's no need to call back. And, uh, but so I, I was kind of like worried or I called someone else too. And they said the house was already sold, but someone I talked to yesterday, just like was really receptive about it. Like when I said, Oh, you know, are you thinking of, he's, he owned like a few properties. And when I said, Oh, are you considering selling any of these properties? And he was just like, uh, yeah, actually I am, you know, and I'm, you know, and I'm having some, some health problems. And he was like really open to talk to me. And so I was like, I was kind of surprised because the other people I talked to were kind of, I don't know like shut off or something so it's sort of just that moment where I was like oh wow like maybe this could actually work you know like you you can actually get these these connections and stuff so basically just from that and then I sent you the uh property the addresses and stuff and I'm trying to figure out what to do next you know yeah so first of all anyone listening to this will probably hate
0: you so much because I know some people who call every single day and they get nothing but you on your second day you got a portfolio
1: <laughs> is that is that a is that a portfolio or like I mean what do you mean they get nothing Dude, like it?
0: Some guy, one guy having like four properties that's a portfolio, okay. And he's willing to sell maybe all of them. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you definitely got very lucky. So congratulations on that. I mean that's why we have this conversation so that you're able to close on this deal and you know be able to just do this full time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: To be honest, this doesn't happen very often. So like when you have a deal like this, you, we have to make sure that you do it correctly so that you don't like scare off your prospect.
1: Okay.
0: So that's why we're talking. So I sent you my ideas. Yeah. Basically, what I did was I went on the MLS. I looked up a radius of 0. 0.25 miles because in the Bay Area, every little like block can be different. So you want to make sure your comps are all within the same neighborhood and all within the same school district. So that's what I did. I went on schoolandhousing.com. I pulled yeah. up that database. So, yeah, they're all in the same elementary school, middle school, and high school. And they're all in the same neighborhood, so they all have the similar comps. And then from that comp, I was able to determine. All right, here's my purchase price. Uh, here's how much I think I'm gonna have to put in. I just ballpark. You know, fifty to one hundred thousand dollars. This is like the average for a, a single-family home. If mm-hmm. it's small and you do no like very little repairs, mm-hmm. $50,000 is okay. If you do a lot, hundred thousand budget. And then you just work backwards. How much is my holding cost? How much is my my closing cost when I sell the house? And then how much do I want for profit? And that's how I got those numbers. Okay. Yeah.
1: So did you use like the formula? the ARV times whatever uh, minus your rehab or fee or anything like that. Like, how did you, so I know you look at the comparable, like the prices and, and that's how you figure out that what the ARV could be. Right. 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 Okay. Um, Cause yeah, the number is like really specific. So
0: the comps here are like 1.16, but those are for like rehab property. So if we just put it on the market and be nothing, we can probably get 1.16 for it. In this market though, because of 31, people don't like one bathroom houses. You're right. That's why it's hard to say we're going to get more than 1.2, 1.25. So the, the ARV I think will be
1: 1.2. Okay.
0: It could be 1.3, but you know, you want to be on the more conservative side because right now, especially in Sunnyvale, prices have gone down. So with that in mind, you just back out. All right, it's going to cost me I say 100 grand to repair this home because I haven't seen it yet. And here are my holding costs for it. And I want my profit as well, which is like 10% of the ARV. Hmm. And then that's how you got those numbers. Yeah. And then voila. All right. So that's the all cash offer. The the, the all cash offer is always the lowest offer because you don't want to, you never want to buy the house directly. It's like super inefficient and expensive. You always want to do creative financing or partnerships with the seller. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So to entice him with that, you send him a really low cash offer. And if they accept the cash offer, then good. Now you have a property, a really good price. You can wholesale it or you can fix it up yourself and make an even bigger profit.
1: Okay. So uh, yeah, for your um, creative financing, that's where I'm kind of not very educated in this. Uh, if you want to yep. try to help me figure it out with seller financing or some other kind of plans, because I've, I've just been looking at it just straight up how you can do it with straight up cash. So those types of... Um, okay. Yeah.
0: So first of all, you notice that the numbers I sent you were very specific all the way to the dollar amount. Yeah. So like the dollar amounts doesn't end in zero, zero, zero. It ends on like five, two, three or five, one, nine. And that's deliberate. It's deliberate because when someone sees an offer like that, it's a negotiating tactic. They think, oh, this guy's serious. He has calculated down to the exact dollar amount. It's not just some random number you pulled out of his ass to, to send me. I see. In reality, it is a number I pull out of my ass. But just perceive that. <laughs> okay. But, but the perception is, oh, this guy actually calculated these things. I,
1: that's what I thought when I saw it.
0: Exactly, right? Yeah. So this is a strategy that you should use.
1: All right.
0: Another thing is when you talk to him and you build rapport, I mean, if you're going to build rapport, it's all good. But if you're not building rapport, you're going through an agent, write a letter with your like face on it. Hey, I'm an investor. Or like, hey, I want to buy your home and live in it or something like that. Okay. It helps. Hmm. Okay. The other thing I did is because he has so many properties in the same neighborhood... I said, "Here's a cash offer per door. If you want me to buy all three together, I want another discount. So I dropped the price by another ten grand per door. Mm. And the reason is because the seller is like, if I put it on the market, his closing costs multiply by three, and he has to have all three on the market at the same time, which means his properties will compete against each other. Yeah, so he's gonna get a lower oh, overall price.
1: They're
0: gonna yeah. compete against his each other. His properties are competing against. Yeah, they're, exactly. They're right next to each so other, yeah. it's exactly so he might as well just dump them all at once mm. it's just one person so much easier like imagine you had a garage full of crap do you really want to go on like ebay and sell every little thing or just say hey dude just buy everything in my garage here's a, give me a 100 bucks take care of everything yeah that's that's the mentality yeah just yeah.
1: to get it done yep
0: just to get it done and we're offering mm. a lot of money right yeah um so that, that's the cash side let's talk about seller financing Yep. So for seller financing, basically instead of me having to go to a hard money lender and asking them for a loan and having to get an appraisal done, having to pay uh, origination fees and a loan amount, I can just pay the seller the same amount, right? Like if I'm going to pay 30 grand to my hard money lender over a four month period, I might as
1: well pay the seller. So why would you have to pay... For a loan, like what? In what context would you be doing that? Like, if you were the one who was going to just outright buy the property, and you were the one who was going to like fix it up and do everything, like not if like this first this first thing you're looking at like the cash offer. That's not is that for a wholesale deal or like or not? It's not right. It does.
0: It doesn't matter because eventually doesn't it though?
1: Because if it's a wholesale deal, you have to get it like more deeply discounted even than you would if you were going to like do it like a fix and flip yourself, right? Or no. Is that, I guess it's different.
0: Um well, yes, because you want to have a good deal so that your end buyer has a good deal too. Right, yeah. This cash offer is as if you were going to flip it, but at that number, to be honest, if you you could probably wholesale this for some good money too.
1: Okay. So it is still discounted yeah. enough to probably try to wholesale it. Yeah.
0: Okay. This if you got these offers i guarantee you won't have problems finding money to fund this deal
1: oh okay so even if you did have to take out a loan you would still probably be able to get it just with the numbers that are here is that what you mean
0: oh yeah of course okay like this is not a cash cash offer this is a cash offer knowing that you're using hard money
1: okay well because i don't have cash well i know that we don't but i know that like if you're going to wholesale it you just get it under contract right and then the person who's going to buy it they have they have cash and then Right.
0: But that's not true too. In this in this realm that we work in, very few people use cash to buy properties. Very very few. Because this is like almost a million dollars.
1: Or I don't mean they they're they're the ones who would have to get the loan themselves, like right. That's right. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I don't mean they have flat out just cash. Some people, I mean, some of these I heard some, some do. Yeah, some of the Chinese investors or something, right? have it but They raise money
0: too. You can raise yeah. you can raise cash, of course. Yeah. But ultimately someone has to pay for this loan. Right, yeah. so if you can present this deal to even a cash buyer, right, your wholesale to someone else, you can say, "Look, I got seller financing on this guy. You don't have to pay points; you just pay him on the back end." Right. That is a more attractive wholesale deal
1: than, oh yeah, you have to go get a loan. Good luck. All right, let's go back because it's like slowly forming in my mind. But it, the fact All that right, it's, it's just cool. not That's the fact that it's just not for. there yet is so crazy to me. Like, so you, so it said, instead of paying for a loan, you're you're paying the seller. What do you
0: mean? Yeah, and that's better for the seller because now he's getting like an extra 30 grand per door. He's like, oh, just for holding on to the loan, I'm getting extra $30,000. Sure. It's like more enticing for him.
1: So what loan are they holding on to? Like, I don't I don't understand. What do you mean? Okay,
0: so you, when you get a loan, you put down a down payment, right? 10 to 20% down payment. Okay. And then the other 90 to 80% you get from somewhere. Whether that be a bank, whether that be from your rich uncle, or it could even be the seller himself.
1: How, that's the part I don't get. Like, how, how could it be this? Oh, okay. Yeah. How could so it be if I
0: imagine this, we're buying, we're, we're transacting. I own a home for a million dollars. You want to buy my home. Hmm. You put down $200,000. So I have your $200,000 hmm. and I'll say, okay, I will loan you the other $800,000. You get my house today, but now you owe me $800,000 in loan payments and you owe me interest on that money. When you sell the house, you're going to pay me back the 800 you owe me.
1: Okay. So they're able to loan you the money because they own the property. Is that like, or, yep. okay. because so they don't, they don't yep. have cash They're. It's kind of like, does it become like a lien on their property then? Or what is that? Yeah. It's like
0: an IOU. It's like, yeah, you bought my house for 200 grand today. Oh, so then you're going to pay me these. Lo-
1: I see they're loaning you out of the value that their house is going to sell for when it sells.
0: Yeah, pretty much. So, like, you owe me hundred. You owe me eight hundred thousand now, regardless of what you do with the property, and you owe me these payments, these monthly payments. If you don't pay me, then I can then I can foreclose on you. I can get my house back, and I still have two hundred thousand dollars.
1: Okay. And all right, yeah. Now I am kind of understanding when you because it says plus this amount per door, right? And, okay. So
0: instead of paying that interest and those origination fees to a hard money lender. We can pay that to the seller. So now he's like, oh, I can get more money for my house. Okay, and now I'm more willing to work with you. Before, oh, this cash offer is such a low-ball offer. Oh, but now you're going to offer me 30 grand more on top of that? Yeah, okay, maybe. You know, it's like these options so that you're going to see where they are.
1: Okay, so I, I get why that would be appealing to the seller then. They're going to get more money, but like still I'm missing like how that really works like how, how, how does that or how does that benefit you as like a buyer like to be able to get them to ex- accept something like that
0: okay so for, i guess for two reasons one it benefits us because they're more likely to sell us to us in the first place okay so instead of saying i don't want to sell to you i'm going to sell to some other real estate investor or i'm going to sell it on the market now okay this guy's gave me an extra 30 grand now it's now his offer is a little bit more enticing that's one the second one is if I don't have to pay, like if I can get better terms than my hard money lender through the seller, then that might be worth it too. Like for example, if I say, okay, give me a 5% interest on, on whatever I owe you versus hard monies, nine, 10%, then you have a spread there or no origination, no origination fees. You know, the number I wrote there is the exact same amount that I would have paid the hard money lender. So you could even offer lower. You could say, oh, 20 grand per door instead of 30 grand per door. And then that would have been better for you because you're saving money and you're giving him more money. You know what I mean? It's like instead of paying the bank, now we're keeping the money in-house between okay. us and the seller.
1: Okay. I'm still confused about like wh- like where where is the money coming from? Like if they're, if they're paying, it sounds like they're, they're going to pay you and then you're going to pay them. But it's like wh- I'm still I'm missing like where is, it, where is it coming from like outside of that?
0: All right, we're going to go on smaller numbers, okay? Let's talk about, like, Pokemon cards. Yeah, you, cards you, you
1: got like yeah, to really take it to that level for me right now. <laughs> I'm like, to really level. Okay? Yeah, for Imagine sure. Imagine
0: having a super rare, like, Pokemon card. It's worth $100. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> Just say that. $100. Very simple numbers. Got it. You're like, damn, I want that card, but I only have 20 bucks in my pocket. Yeah. So I said, okay, I'll give you this card. I own it, right? I'll give you this $100 card. You give me twenty bucks today. You owe me eighty bucks. Okay. Now I expect you to pay me ten dollars a week for the next eight weeks. Yeah. Or let's just say ten weeks. So it's interest, right? So now you pay me one twenty total.
1: Okay, so you, so you charge interest. So that's like installment. I'm charging interest. It's like an installment plan kind of thing, or like you, you like.
0: Pay. I mean, it's a loan, dude. That's how all mortgages work. It's a loan, and so I i own this card i give it to you for 20 bucks today you're gonna pay me 100 bucks later over those installment payments right because i because i include the interest in it if at any time you don't pay me i'll get my card back plus all the money that you already paid me uh, so that money is gone you lost it i foreclose on you i got my pokemon card back
1: uh damn
0: now the alternative the alternative is oh i don't have the money today um let me go borrow from my friend Greg. Hey Greg, let me let me borrow let me borrow like a hundred bucks or eighty bucks. And Greg says, "Sure, here's eighty bucks today, so you can go buy your Pokemon card from me for hundred dollars. But now you have to pay Greg the same amount, ten bucks a week for ten weeks. Mm-hmm. So instead of paying Greg, who's the bank, you're paying me directly, the seller. It's the same thing."
1: Okay, I see. It kind of makes more sense now. So it's, it's like you just, you don't pay them everything, but so, okay. So then on that deal that you're proposing, it's like, if it was seller financing, they would get that extra amount of money, but they wouldn't get it all like at once, the same way they would if it was just the all, the all cash thing, right? Like it would be over the, the, some span of time or something. Bingo. You said, you got it. You said four months, but is that like, uh, do you just threw that out there? Four months? Or?
0: That's like an average of how long it takes to renovate a property and put it back on the market.
1: Okay. Uh and then So it's basically like you're just you're just paying like you're just paying them over a period of time. And then but the, the money you're using to pay for it, are are you still taking out a loan for that, like to pay them over that period of time? Or no. That's just out nope. of, out of your pocket. Well,
0: you can, but usually you just do it out of pocket. Okay. All right. It's gonna be hard for someone to loan you money to pay off another person's loan. You know <laughs> I mean? That's it's hard. Yeah. Usually they want a loan to buy a property so they have a first lien position. I mean that's something else. We can talk about that later. But yeah. Usually you, you just pay it yourself.
1: All right. Um, okay. So if so if that was the deal and you were gonna do that kind of financing and then what, what would you do? Like if he said, Okay, yeah, I'll do it, then then what? Like then what happens?
0: Then we come up with terms. How much do you want for down payment? How much do you want for interest? Usually we say 10% down payment and then hard money interest is 9%. So if you can get comparable terms, then it's worth it to pay the seller directly instead of having to go to a hard money lender.
1: I got to write this down. What did you say? So 10% down payment.
0: Yep. And then then let's say 9% to 10% 10 for for the
1: interest. Interest. And then, so that's why. So that plus uh, that extra tw- extra number per door, that's for the interest, then, right? Yeah. Okay. And, that that's and like, the down payment. Yeah. Or is it, wait, is the down payment part of the whole entire uh, price? So, for example, we have here eight
0: twenty-five grand per door, right? Yeah. So I will put down eighty-five grand, mm. and whatever is left over, that's my loan amount. You know, in quotes, that's my loan amount. So then you pay that loan amount. As interest, ten percent per year, so that's like seven seventy something, right? So you take seven hundred something thousand, divide that by twelve, and then you just pay ten percent of that every month.
1: Every month? Wait, so this is gonna go on for like a year? When you're,
0: it's called it's called annualized interest. So you're paying ten percent as interest of the loan amount. So to make numbers simple, let's not let's let's assume Uh, we're getting a. Yeah, let's assume we're getting a seven hundred thousand dollar loan.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Take ten percent of that, which is like seventy seventy grand. Mm-hmm. That's how much you would pay for the whole year in interest. That's how so much monthly, you, would... you take seventy grand, and divide that by twelve.
1: Okay, and then that's that's like the way you figure out how much you would want to pay for a down payment.
0: Uh, no, that's how much you pay on the monthly so payments.
1: You actually, pay, but you're not you're not paying him for a whole year, are you? Or because you said four months. Nope. So you'd be out of it. Yep, four months. Okay.
0: So, if yeah, so if you're out of it earlier, then you pay them less interest. That's how it works.
1: Oh, I see, so like depending on how long it takes you to pay them, then you pay less interest right right, right. okay, that's right. Um, yep. all right, and so, okay, so once you negotiate all the terms and they say like I'm saying like if they say okay, and then you get like you get it under like a purchase agreement, right? Is that like what happens? and then uh, yep so but then what would your plan be? For the property at that point, like you fix it up, or you—I mean, I guess that's like kind of far in the future to even think about right now. But that's just yeah. What I was that's that's where you have options.
0: You could mm-hmm. either fix it up yourself, you could sell it, you could put it on the market yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could wholesale it. There's, there's so many options you could do. Once you have mm-hmm. the property, and you have good terms, you do whatever you want. Okay. Yeah you can even hold on to it you know ultimately you can say hey i want this as a rental or i want to live in this house if you want to live in the house give me better terms you know like give mm-hmm. me a long term and then three years i'll pay you out and in three years you can like fix it up a little bit you can refinance out with a long-term bank loan with a much lower interest rate and then pay off your seller all right
1: can we talk more about like what, like trying to build rapport with someone or like how to actually yeah, yeah. negotiate with them or meet with them or like yeah. how that goes I mean, you said, oh, people would be jealous that you made contact with this person or whatever, but like, I mean, he, he was just a friendly guy, you know, and, and I called him and he, and he said what he said, but it's like, nothing was really set in stone. Like, oh yeah, I, 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 w- he didn't like actually agree to anything specifically, you know? So, uh, to like, yep, yep, yep. to kind of take it to the, to that level of like getting, getting, giving a serious offer or like, what are some kind of techniques that you would consider using or that you've used?
0: All right. What you do is you follow up every day, just like what I told you. Okay. Mm. We're going to follow up every single day and we're going to try to meet him in person. We're going to meet him in his house. We're going to meet him at the property. We're going to do whatever it takes so that we're serious. And then you could even show him like our portfolio. Hey, these guys I work with, they have flipped homes in the neighborhood. They flipped one on Boregas. Okay. That's like two streets down from where that house is.
1: Okay. Yeah, that's And you can
0: show them. This is the house they did. This is what the house that looked like before. Yeah. This is the house that they fixed. And we'll take a good job. Mm-hmm. We'll, take a, we'll do a good job fixing the place up. Mm-hmm. And we say, look, we have money. We've closed on multiple deals before. Uh, we can offer you cash. We can offer you different terms. But what are you looking for? Ultimately, you want to ask them, how can we help you? Okay. And that's why I offer those three things. See, it's not just a cash offer. Some people don't care about getting cash ASAP. You offer them seller financing so they can have more money. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes they want we, we the last one is called partnership deal where you partner with them. You pay all the money, you do all the work, and then you get paid out after the property sells. And you partner with them. So after a certain threshold, you split the profits
1: 50/50. Okay.
0: I see. That one is probably the most enticing one because they get more money. You know?
1: Yeah. Do you know people who do that around here? or is that like
0: me i did that you did that i did that with the owner i got paid out mm-hmm. we did very well on that one
1: yeah was that the one with your friend from the meetup or was that something different all of my projects are with
0: friends from meetups oh. <laughs> shoot even you're my friend from meetup. i right? don't even know
1: like how, i really don't know so, your, your history this
0: one is uh yeah so this one was uh, like a really big house like 2.5 million dollar sales price after we finished with it. And there's no way I was going to buy that by myself. So we partnered with the seller on that one. That way we didn't have to pay for hard money costs. We didn't have to pay for property taxes or even the utility bill. Mm-hmm. And we just paid for the construction. Mm-hmm. And then when we finished construction, we got out of there, we got our money out. It was great. So that's like my favorite strategy because it's very little money out of our pocket
1: yeah.
0: and everyone wins. Everyone's a lot happier. So honestly, it's asking them what do they want? Kind right. of fi- figure out like what works for them.
1: So on that deal, like were you the one like at the table with the person like yep. negotiating yep. and how how much like back and forth is it going? Like, you know, do, do they propose something and then and then they want to switch it and then they change their mind. And like they, does that kind of thing happen or did it happen?
0: Um, It, it doesn't really happen, to be honest. So usually like they'll talk to you mm-hmm. and like immediately they'll kind of decide, do I want to work with this guy or not?
1: Is oh, this guy serious
0: yeah. or is he, is he fresh? You know, if he's fresh, oh, I don't mind, I'm not going to trust my million dollar house to this fresh kid, but you do know, I had a partner on this one you mean like a new, and he's really yeah. good on the phone.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He's really good on the phone. And I was at my Vipassana retreat, 10 days silent meditation. Yeah, yeah. And, and he somehow, you know, went back and forth with her on the phone because he was like, look, I can't buy your house for more than $1.9 million. And she was asking for 2.1. There was no way we could budge there. And so that's why he started thinking of the partnership deal. Mm-hmm. But then he couldn't come to terms. Like he couldn't explain how to make it work. And that's why I went to the table and I was able to like present the documents yeah. and be like, this is exactly how it's going to work. And they're like, oh, I get it. Yeah. I get it. So, and it makes sense. They liked it. And so they signed it right there on the on the same day. Yeah.
1: So they, they couldn't quite like formulate. They couldn't explain exactly like the technical. It's kind of like our
0: situation right now. Like it's kind of like our situation right now. Like I'm telling you all these strategies but since you're new, you probably don't know how to explain it to the seller. Hell no! So you would be confused. He'd be confused, and the deal wouldn't happen. So
1: right, yeah. Well, when I talked to this guy on the phone, actually, he did say like, "Oh, so are you, you know, kind of new at this or something?" And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> like I sort of said, and he's like, "Oh, oh like," no. he said, "Oh, like, so you're a newbie?" That's what he said. You know. So is that, uh- <laughs> is that is that like I'm just is that like I'm just dead in the water with or what do you think like.
0: If you try to do this deal by yourself and you try to come up with this strategy and say, I want all your properties at once, he'd probably be like, nah.
1: Yeah, so that's why I'm... But... Yeah, but with someone else... You
0: have resources.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So bring us with you
0: and then we can talk to him and say like, look, he's new, but he's working with us and that's why it's okay. Yeah. You're leveraging our experience and you're leveraging our money. I am. (laughs) Yeah. You're just you're just a connector, right? Yeah, that's pretty much so all I can fine. provide at
1: this point. Is is that until I learn more about uh you know these things you're telling me? But yeah, it's slowly slowly I'm learning, I mean, but you know it's, it takes time.
0: I tell it to everybody. When you're new, you may not have money or connections, but you have an unlimited amount of sweat equity. Al Williams had said that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's it. You're doing your job. You're doing it perfectly. You're taking action. Yeah. So.
1: Cool. All right. Yeah. So yeah, I uh, I have to figure out then what to do next. But maybe it'll be someone else calling them. But still, you know, I, we'll see.
0: <laughs> well, all right. When you guys ended yesterday, yeah. Did did it seem like it was a good conversation, or was he kind of like annoyed at the end that you were new?
1: No, he was more like amused that I was new than like annoyed. Oh, like, and that's how it ended uh i think it ended with saying like oh we should uh talk again or something and he he seemed he seemed kind of open to that
0: he said that or you said
1: that uh okay i said that. he said that or you said that i said that (laughs) (laughs) i think he agreed but uh yeah it wasn't you know i'm not trying i don't want to try to make it sound better than it was you know but i think i was just so like excited because it was like the first time i actually even like talk to someone in that situation so that's why I I sent you the thing you know and so yeah but yeah no even if it's comes to
0: nothing at least you're learning (laughs) right 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 so okay this is what we're gonna do Mm -hmm. today like in an hour 9.30 that's usually when people are awake anyways Mm -hmm. give this guy a call or send him a text alright I would call him Mm -hmm. if he doesn't pick up send him a text say hey this is Max good Good talking to you again or good talking to you yesterday good talking to you yesterday yeah Let's meet up. And then choose a time to meet up. Just straight up schedule out. it for like yeah, just be like, hey, can we check out some of the properties? Uh he's like, I work with some investors who have done deals in that area yeah, that's... who are really interested in working with you on this. You know, you don't say I'm gonna do it. You say I work with investors who do it. It builds your credibility. And then that thing
1: about uh that
0: in Borregas nearby, I feel like that's yeah. I worked on a house in Borregas two years ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, like, if I say, like, yeah, I have uh, people, like, on my team or, like, in my friends or then investors. I don't know if I should say friends, but... You think-
0: don't say friends. You say, I work with people. I, I it sounds professional. <laughs> I work with yeah. I work with another investor or, you know, something like that. You have to just make it sound more formal than actually is. Yeah. Like, oh, I work with some big shot investor. Something like that, you know? And then schedule a meeting Mm -hmm. when you schedule the meeting let me know i'll go there with you and then you can be the one building rapport i can be the one kind of like also building rapport but when it comes down to explaining the offer or asking the right questions that's where we come in
1: okay should i tell them your name or is that weird or when i talk to them on the phone today should i try to say anything about like this creative financing or like so I, I, even, no. try, just don't even try Just keep it in the realm of like,
0: get it, meet yeah, them face to face before I even you already, talk about this stuff. Don't talk about any numbers. Okay. That's the biggest mistake. When you start throwing out the offers, they're going to be like, okay. And then they'll shop your offer around. Uh-huh. You want to, you want to build a rapport so that they like you and then you want to ask the questions so that you know what they want. Like they might not want a cash offer. They might not want a partner. They might not want seller financing. We got to figure out what they want and then we can craft an offer around what do they want. Okay. All right. But that's all that. It's all discovering. It's all digging. Yeah. So yeah, ideally, if you could set one up for this weekend, that'd be great. I can go with you. Okay.
1: You said 930, I should call this person. Is there a reason why at 930 is a good time?
0: Well, he might be sleeping right now. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. All right, I'll call him. But you want to call him mm. before he goes out to lunch. You want to call him <laughs> at a reasonable time. Yeah. Nine nine o five. That could work too. You know, just call him. So hey, how's it going? Right. The point is build rapport every day. Like, don't annoy him, but be friendly. Okay, got it. It's exciting though. Congratulations, and remember, don't be desperate for deals. If this one doesn't work out, it's fine.
1: Yeah, I feel like, I mean, there's probably all kinds of opportunities, you know, and uh, just going to keep searching too at the same time.
0: Just keep doing what you're doing and you'll be fine. Awesome. All
1: right. Okay. Cool, yeah, thanks Thanks for your help. Have a good time. No
0: problem, dude. Thank you. It's great talking to you. You too. All right, bye. All right, see you. Here are some of the key takeaways from this episode. Understand creative financing and leverage your connections, especially if you're new. If you can't purchase everything by yourself, Think of the people who want to buy it from you as a wholesale. Cold calling works. Max was able to get a great lead on his second day of calling. While it's definitely not typical, by calling from the right list, you're more likely to get a favorable response. The deals are out there. You just have to work for them. You can find the show notes and the full transcription on everythingrei.com. Hope you all learned a lot. Thanks and have a great day. This was another episode of the Everything Real Estate Investing Show with Sean Pan. If you enjoyed the show, leave us a five-star rating it'll take less than a second and it'll help a lot. You can contact me at seanpanrealty at gmail.com. That's S-E-A-N-P-A-N-R-E-A-L-T-Y at gmail.com. Thanks and have a great day.